Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Haskin Cast podcast. I am your host, Scott Haskin, and I'm bringing you a rare Tuesday show because I have some really cool people that are my guests today that are starting their new podcast today. The podcast is called The Art Scene Podcast with Lynette and Ari. So let's welcome to the show Lynette Carrington and Ari Levin. How are you guys? Awesome. Great. Thank you. Excellent. Thanks. Thanks for having us on the show, Scott. It's my yeah, pleasure. Yeah, for sure, Scott. I, I appreciate you taking some time. I'm sure you're busy with all the last minute details, getting everything ready to go and all the announcements <laughs> and all that. Uh, you guys must be just bursting at the seams for this to to get out there finally after all the prep work. For sure. For sure. We have um, some really great guests lined up and our podcast really revolves as much as I want to say it revolves around the the Arizona art scene it really extends beyond that because Ari has a huge network of people that he knows really all over the world and I have people that I also know uh, in various aspects of entertainment so we're just going to tap on everybody's knowledge and really promote uh, the art scene here in Arizona, beyond, and uh, talk to industry people who really kind of give give listeners uh, a behind-the-curtain look at what goes on. Excellent. Well, you know, I, I listen to podcasts from all over the world, and something I found that's really kind of specific to art is that the location of the art almost isn't as important as the content, right? Like, I've learned so much from so many people that have localized podcasts that like I don't get to go to their uh, you know installations or whatever, but I I can learn so much and appreciate the art um, just mm-hmm. from from the interview. So I think it's going to be very very uh, uh, you know broad audience for that. That's what we're hoping for. And thanks again, Scott, for your for your support. Yeah, I mean it's it's something that that's you know crucial to all of us. Absolutely. I mean, think about what art has done for people during the pandemic, especially. I don't know how many people would have been able to keep their sanity without having music or movies or, you know, being able to paint or whatever their medium is. Uh, I I think it's just been a a godsend for us to to have that. Um, how, How did you, Lynette, because you were always out there, you're doing red carpets, you're doing events, and then you were just like, there was nothing. Yeah, I was I was going a little stir crazy for a while there. Um, well, I was at home. I actually um, I was at home, I think, for nine months during the pandemic. So I I just really took some downtime. But at the same time, I was, um, you know, doing some writing and just some things on on a creative level. And on the flip side of that, I was watching movies and, you know, any place I could take in movies was great. And, you know, might have been watched binge watched a few tv shows here and there but um you know i think i think art generally did keep a lot of people at least engaged um you know keeping up on things you know kind of getting their minds off of the crazy times that they were in Mm -hmm. so i think i think the arts really in in all their forms are important you know pandemic or not you know, it's all very, very important, and everybody can can learn from the voice of artists. Absolutely, I, it's so true. We we have so much to share just beyond the art because we are typically more emotional people, and so there's there's a lot that goes into that. Um, Ari, it, I I've done a couple of podcasts, obviously, and, and I know what it takes to put one together. How long have you guys been in the works on this? 
this was really Lynette's brainchild. And she said, you know what, we're, we're missing the gap here and we need to fill this in. And with all, all of her media contacts and all her experience and all mine, we were just like, yeah, you know, we definitely need to do this. There's nothing like it here. And, and, and we got to do it, you know, to, for, for our state and for our culture. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I am so excited. I, I know I've said that like five times already, but I really am. <laughs> um, is there is there something uh, in particular that you're really gearing towards or is it just kind of any art medium at this point? Is it film uh, painting? Uh, is there more of a defined direction or is it really more general? Well, I think our our goal really is to showcase all of the different theaters here locally. Um, and then beyond that, we can connect with people in the performing arts, maybe people that are coming through town that are with um, traveling shows or Broadway productions. And Ari will tell you more about that in a few minutes. Um, but also too, I mean, it could be, it could be music. Um, you know, it would definitely be ballet, um, symphony, I mean, all kinds of things. And, and um, if it falls under the umbrella of arts, they would definitely have, you know, something to say. And generally, we like to speak to those people who are more in the driver's seat of, of these productions. And we'll talk to the artists, too. Mm -hmm. But we love to talk to the people who are really in charge of these various theaters and performance companies, you know, to, to get the sense of what shows they have coming up, you know, what are some of the challenges that they face, um, what inspires them, and also, too, how do they give back to the community? And giving back to the community and also in educating kids and educating the general public is a, is a big part of what we talk about with every guest, just because uh, our podcast is sponsored by the WISE Scholarship Program, which is, uh, it's a new scholarship program that is expanding into Arizona. So um, we just, we really try to hit on on education a little bit with every guest that we talk to. And uh, I'm going to have Ari tell you about some special partnerships that he has formed with his theater here locally. Excellent. Well, before we do that, uh, let me just add, if you don't mind, I when I lived in Arizona and I was part of the film community there, uh, I was very impressed with the local theaters and how they made room for independent filmmakers to show their films in a Harkins theater. And as, as somebody who was a creator on a film, to be able to see something I worked on or hear my music in a, a, you know, a professional theater that you would see Jaws on or Star Wars, <laughs> I mean, that is such an amazing feeling. And I love that, that there were so many places in the Arizona community, the businesses were so supportive of, of the artists as well. So that's, that's great. Mm -hmm. And I love that you're being more well-rounded because there's so many interviews with the actors and, and those are great, but I want to know the behind the scenes stuff. I want to hear from the directors yep. and the producers and, and that. So I, I love the direction this is going. Um, so Ari, as, as Lynette suggested, what can you tell us about these partnerships? Oh yeah. I mean, uh, so uh, I'm the executive director for the Madison Center for the Arts here, which is a, a new uh, professional Broadway theater right in central Phoenix. Um, and I've brought several Broadway shows, several dances, ballet companies, music that had never even been to the state before. Um, but we're in full partnership right now. 
And we're super excited about it with the two largest arts organizations in the state, which is, of course, the Phoenix Symphony and Ballet Arizona. So both Ballet Arizona and the Phoenix Symphony are doing six performances at the Madison Center for the Arts um, in January and February. And then we're doing this whole cross promotion together with the ballet, with the symphony, so that all the patrons, whether you're with the symphony, whether you're with the ballet or with you're with us, all get discounted tickets and special seating and everything else um, with this partnership. So it's really pretty special and it's never been done before. I love that. This is the kind of stuff I think we need so much more of in our communities. We need these these partnerships that go beyond, here's the one thing I'm doing. What can we expand that into? How many more people can we get involved? And how many people can we make life better for through art? I love this. Yeah, it's it's super important and super beneficial. I mean, there's no downside. It just benefits the symphony, it benefits the ballet, and it benefits us. Mm-hmm. And and especially now, because again, because so many people were not able to perform, especially, you know, p- people like the symphony, they couldn't perform. But it's also right. the, the people that set up the instruments that maintain the theater. There were so many more people than just the artists that were affected by everything we've been through in the last couple of years. Um, I know a lot of bands were doing they were selling exclusive T-shirts where all the proceeds were going to their crew. And I love ideas like that. I think it's great. So thank you for for taking it even further to help the community. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, there's there's no question that the arts got hit the hardest. And just like you said, it wasn't just the performers. Um, you know, it was it was costume people. It was people in, on Broadway and, and you know and New York and Los Angeles that like built dancer shoes or did the cleaning special dry cleaners for, you know, these elaborate costumes that were all completely out of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, even down to the people that work the concession stands or, or yeah. taking it a step further, the people that supply the concession stands. I mean, it's, it really branches out into a, a wide variety of people. So I love that we're coming back together. And of course it would be the artist community that would do that. Right. Because we're typically supportive of each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, what can you guys tell me um, about the Wise Scholarship Program? And it looks like that's being hosted by the Steele Family Foundation. Right. So the Steele Family Foundation is actually, um, well, it's uh, Mike Steele and his family. And they are actually based out of Canada. So they live up in Canada for part of the year. They live down here in Arizona for part of the year. And basically this foundation Uh, They actually set up schools all over the world, which is really fascinating, I think, Um, especially in maybe third world countries or places that, you know, lack lack great schools. And this particular program uh, has a lot of personal accountability, but basically it was set up to find those those undiscovered superstars in, um, you know, that that could use that leg up going into a college type of setting. And um, a lot of it is, is just done right there online. And um, it's since the foundation is expanding here in Arizona, so is that program. So it's going to be expanding here in Arizona and they're going to be raising awareness about it and, and things like that. So, um, you know, in an upcoming podcast sometime in the next six weeks or so, we're going to, we'll definitely tell our, our readers more, about the program and how they can help support it and get involved in things like that. And um, education is so 
important to Mike Steele and his family. That's why they founded the um, WISE Scholarship Program. And it's interesting because Ari, on his end, he's also been very um, instrumental. Pardon the pun. Sorry, Ari. Um, (laughs) He's been very instrumental in setting up this really awesome set of masterclasses for students. Um, Do you want to tell them about that? Because I think that's really, really an incredible thing you're doing. Yes, please. (laughs) Thanks, Linda. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we're the only uh, performing arts center that's that's doing this that I know of. So every one of the shows that I bring in from Broadway to Argentina, to Switzerland, everywhere that they come from, they do a free masterclass to all the kids at the Madison uh, School District. So like I had the 25th anniversary and farewell tour of Rent from Broadway come. And in their entire tour, in their entire production, the only free masterclass that they gave was to the Madison. So a very special and a very, very unique opportunity and a rare opportunity for these kids to actually work with real Broadway professionals and for the children that normally wouldn't get to see these shows to experience not only the shows, but to work with these A-list performers. So a very special opportunity indeed. That's beautiful. You know, I, I've started to see more of that, like, uh, uh, you know, very historic uh, musicians that are in, you know, some of the, the biggest rock bands ever, like Deep Purple, will go out and they'll put these rock camps together and they'll have people come in and they'll get to work with them. And then they put on a big concert together. I love that interaction with with them because those are people that, how would you ever get access to them otherwise? And to yeah. be able to, to learn directly one-on-one with them and be able to ask questions and get understanding it doesn't get any better than that for a young kid. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it, it inspires them. Um, and, you know, it, it just it, it fosters creativity with them as well. There's a group here that does that, too, with with like uh, the Cirque du Soleil musicians and, and some of the people that perform in the other shows where they'll have like the, the kids come in and play and then they'll the professionals will play and then they'll play together. And it's just so much fun. <laughs> That's cool. I, I, that's I'm awesome. a big fan of those kind of things. So thank you for doing that. I think that's absolutely brilliant. So your show premieres on Tuesday. Is it going to be every Tuesday? What's the schedule looking like? Uh, the The podcast will have a new episode that releases every Tuesday. So we, you know, we try to mix it up and and have a a really fun mix of people. Our first show tomorrow is. Um, Maestro Tito Munoz, and he is uh, the Virginia G. Piper director of the Phoenix Symphony. Um, he's a pretty big deal here, and he's endlessly talented. He's just so insightful, and I think that for our first podcast, I can't think of anybody better than uh, Maestro Munoz. He is um, he's well spoken. He's incredibly intelligent, and he's um, like I said, very insightful at what he shares about the symphony. Excellent. Oh, I'm I'm chomping at the bit to hear this because I'm a huge fan of orchestral music. So I, I'm going to be very curious to hear what he's got to say. Um, before we wrap up, uh, Ari, anything else that you wanted to add? 
Uh, no, I mean, uh, just thanks again so much for for having us, Scott. And, you know, really, you know, support the arts, no matter how small or how big, you know, go see a show. It, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, I agree. How about you, Lynette? Uh, you know, I we're because we're just new and we're just getting started. We would love it if people would uh, support us by following us on either Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, art scene podcast. We're very easy to find. And uh, of course we'll have links up for all kinds of things. We'll have, we'll have photos and we'll have uh, all the podcast episodes and we'll, we'll really keep people engaged. We won't just have the podcast. We'll have other things that we're out doing in the community because, you know, uh, Ari is very high profile person. I'm in the media. We're out and about quite a bit. So we get involved with a lot of really interesting uh events and, um, you know, premieres, red carpets, things like that. So I think people can, they can expect a really cool podcast, but they can expect a lot more too. Excellent. Well, I, I will say, uh, you guys can also, I'll have the link in the show notes to the host for the podcast, but you can also find them in all the usual suspects. If I could say it right, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a great podcast (laughs) host, by the way, uh, Apple podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, audible, Google podcasts, all the normal places, um, especially like I'm a big fan of Stitcher. I think it's the most organized, even though my podcast host is Podbean uh, as a just a listener. I, I really like Stitcher, but Apple Podcasts is like the number one place people listen. So you guys have made it available for everyone everywhere. So I'll have the main link in the show notes, but go search for it also on your favorite podcast outlet. Subscribe. And most importantly, even if you're not listening to it on Apple Podcasts, take a minute, log in, and just give them uh, a rating and a review. You know, it, it takes just a couple minutes of your time, but it makes a huge difference for podcasters. It's how people find podcasts. It's how they get in the, the upper echelon so that when you log into iTunes or Apple Podcasts, their name is up front, and that's going to help them discover a big audience, which is just going to help them help more artists. And that's what it really is all about. Thank you guys. And, and I'll say something uh, to you guys about Apple Podcasts uh, here in a second. But thank you guys very much for coming on the show. I really am excited for it. I will I will listen. I will rate and review. And I wish you guys the absolute best of luck on this new adventure. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. My pleasure. You guys take care. And folks, check out that link. Cheers. <laughs>